there's a new link in the food chain. And eating hot pot for your parents is it. Some fours out there ripped the boundaries of space and time to shreds, and now Four Seasons and a Funeral is here. I'm David, and I'm joined by Charlie and Nick as we discuss the next evolution in science fiction, Primeval. Today, we're talking about Season 1, Episode 2 of Primeval, Underground Infestation. Um, How is everyone doing? Yeah, I'm Charlie. And I'm Nick. Um, I'm, I'm doing okay. I'm confused by, by the hot pot with parents, but fair enough. That's what I did for dinner today. Nice. <laughs> I've had hot pot exactly once, and I want hot pot now. <laughs> it's fucking great. Hot pot's a and good it's time. Al- it's, always, it's also so easy to do. Because it's just, you get a pot and you cook food in it. It is. And it's like, it's just setup time. It is just setup time. And outside of that, it's just soup. But you use the soup to cook things. Which is fantastic. That's a very good time. So, um, what have you guys been up to since we last recorded? Charlie? Uh, went Went to the zoo. Ooh, that's uh, fun. I, I took a took a week off work with the fiance so that burnout didn't occur for either of us. Um, Fair. We just hung around the house and then went to the Oh, Toronto man, Zoo. that sounds like a great time to go camping. Yeah. It would have been had we not <laughs> gone to the zoo. <laughs> oh, wow. What a, what oh, a crazy man. thing. But... I, yeah, went to the zoo, saw, saw some cool animals. Um, and then continued on our way, saw my mom, not to like see my mom who I haven't seen uh, in a bit, but more importantly, because her dog had puppies. So we went to go see Ooh. puppies and they were tiny and they were squeaky and they ran all over the yard and they were just so damn adorable. And you brought one home? God, no, I'm not crazy. <laughs> Uh, two dogs, two cats is enough for this household, and they were boxier purebed, which we have no interest in getting. Ooh. Yeah, that's understandable. Boxers are fine dogs, don't get me wrong. Not a huge fan of how they look aesthetically, and also they are highly prone to cancer later on in life. And, uh, yeah, I don't wanna... I, I just know when my current dogs go, Y'all need to be a solid support system for me, because I may lose my mind. Oh? Oh, no, because I never had pets growing up. So, like, insane emotional attachment, and I'm just going to be a wreck. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming, though, like, at this point, you've experienced loss, right, Charlie? Uh, through family members, yes. But not pets. Yeah. Yeah. And Fair. not like this is also Charlie's first like these are his pets as well. Not even like family pets. They're his yeah. specifically. It, especially especially Ophelia, who's who's my baby girl. She loves me the most and I love her the most. <laughs> well, that is a ways in the future, Charlie. Minimum a decade, I'm hoping. Prepare yourself mentally. You have the, you have a decade. The <laughs> current the current concern is the oldest cat j- is turning seven, mm. and I'm like not on board for this. Not on board for this. But it's I mean, fine. Cats they're can gonna, regularly live up to like ten. They're gonna they're gonna live. No, forever. cats can it's regularly fine. live to like fifteen or fucking twenty. Sometimes. Yeah. Is that the average? I thought that was. I thought those were outliers. I think the no, average is somewhere cats, in the low live. teens. I swear cats live I thought it was low teens as well. It's the average yeah. life expectancy for a domestic cat is around 15. Yeah. 20 is 100% an outlier. The oldest um, cat ever lived was 38. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 12 to 18 is the expected lifespan. Yeah. Yeah. That that tracks. Uh, uh fiance's grandmother used to own a flower store and they had a shop cat or a oh! store cat. Um exclusively drank the water that was in like vases and stuff. Nice. <laughs> Died at like 22. At least it was I'm sure it was getting plenty of whatever the plant nutrients <laughs> so- were. Solid nutrients in those plant food packets. Ugh. 
I love cats with jobs. <laughs> Get Echo a little vest and hard hat and he can he can have a job. Do what? I should get Echo flannel and sweatpants so he can be a dev. <laughs> Targeted, but fair. Hmm? <laughs> oh, the new barn. There's so many cats and they're all snuggly. Bring one home. Oh, no. Apparently, if you leave your car open, one may hop in. Because the barn manager was, was like, oh, yeah. Um, accidentally locked the cat in my trunk for 13 hours. Oh, no. Just opened it and she was sleeping in there. And I was like, ah, shit. Yeah. What about you, Nick? What have you been up to? Did you do anything? Um, Go camping? Do oh, anything? I might have went camping. That was cool. Yes. Um, how could I have guessed that? That's crazy, <laughs> David. I got no clue how you could have guessed that. Um, the craziest yeah. thing is y'all didn't show up on Saturday. We showed up on Friday. It was crazy. Only like an hour and a bit later than you guys, too. It was great. Uh, yeah, no, went, went camping with, with David and some other friends. Um, was, a, was, was a nice time. Uh, outside of that, just the, the, you know, the, the stressed at work thing. It's great. Project, the project's getting towards the end of the, de- uh, end of the like, deadline for it. It's always good to try and like, get all those deliverables in. And it's, it's stressful. Um, Ooh, but yeah. hey. That's okay. Um, oh, let's not talk about work. Oh, David, <laughs> it's it's so stressful. Oh, actually, also, um, on Tuesday, um, my girlfriend and I celebrated four years together. Ooh, uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, it was also the first anniversary that we were able to celebrate like together in person. Um, we've missed <laughs> all of our previous ones. Uh, which is like, kind of incredible um all of them were completely reasonable why we'd missed them but it was kind of incredible that it took four or it took the fourth one to 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 get it um but yeah that was that was nice as well um what about you david what what have you been doing did did you go camping this past week i I did go camping did you go camping in a shark onesie i did hang out in a shark onesie I didn't go camping in a shark onesie. I just got well, cold I, on the first night. I brought the shark onesie because I was just like, if I get cold, I can put on this and I'll be warm. And evidently, I was the only one who planned about getting cold because no. come Saturday morning, man, did everyone talk about how cold they were. All right, David, I would like to point out I had planned appropriately. I was, I was set. And then my protection got taken. the extra things that i had planned for myself all of a sudden disappeared and then i had to go put on more layers and then i was okay again (laughs) i i hold no um i hold no ill will against that because at the end of the day my girlfriend was like freezing and not able to like get to sleep it was like yeah no for sure take take the things but it did mean that, like, yeah, no, I, th- my, my plans, um, my best laid plans did not work. <laughs> it was great. Uh. Yes. Um. Oh. Uh, d- before we get into the episode, mm-hmm. uh, one piece of sports news. It's not football related, David, I promise. Good. No football. <laughs> um. So a while ago, the Leafs fired their old head coach, Mike Babcock, and then shit came out that he was really toxic, like asking a rookie, who do you think is shit on this team levels of toxic? And he was fired pretty much for that. Uh, More stuff has come out recently where players were being like, trade me or fire him. Um, He recently, his contract with the Leafs finally expired and he was immediately hired by the Columbus Blue Jackets. Noted trash franchise, Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, he lasted, I think, two months because he has once again, he has, he, he and the team have mutually decided to part ways because guess what? He's toxic again. And this time it's inviting players to his house for lunch, being like, give me your phone. I want to look through your photos and then sending them away without lunch. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> He, uh, this is the this is the story. Was uh, Mike Babcock would ask players, "Hey, 
let me see the photos on your phone and then would just flip through their phone and they tried to play it off as like, oh, he's just trying to get to know them better. Look, he did this to the GM. Look, some veteran players said it's fine. He's got a pickleball court. Isn't he quirky? Ha ha ha. And then the Players Association was like, no, we're we're still looking into this. Um, Something may come from this. And then, <laughs> then it was, yeah, the last 48 hours have been more a discussion between the PA and the team of how are you firing Mike Babcock? So he didn't even uh, play one game behind the bench. He's just d- gone. <sighs> Fun times. Yeah. All right. Um, what have I been up to? Uh, my work has been exploding. Um, oh, fucking a member on my team that was the lead for an application took a vacation um, for a month. And so I got, I'm supposed to cover that entire application, but it was like, don't worry, David, there won't be any releases for that application. I promise there won't be anything you have to do. Release uh, on I Friday. Have, I have four releases phone. concurrently right now for that application. Four? Yeah. Uh, web, iPhone, Android. No, I wish, I wish it was that easy, Charlie. I wish ATM it was one version per platform. One. <laughs> two, three, four. It's a one point two one, which is an emergency fix release because the new iOS bricks the application. So that needs to go out tomorrow, and we started testing for that on Monday. Um, there's the one point three release that's getting backburnered now because of the one point two point one release <laughs> that was already going to be a full fucking nightmare. Um, then uh, fucking there's a third party application that's being installed on all, uh, computers that as a part of it, I've been roped into, uh, main fucking, uh, what's it called? Um, end to end, end to end testing for, uh, what's, oh God, what's the word? I, it's completely slipping my brain. Regardless, Um, end to end testing. Yeah, again, because there's another application that's going to be on the computers and you need to see, will this interfere with the other applications? Uh, oh, integration testing. Yes, full integration testing that I need to do for that one. And then there was a certificate renewal for one of the URLs that we use that I need to test as well. And I want to die. <laughs> it sounds horrible. Especially because, like, this is on top of my rest of my work. I haven't been able to play Magic the Gathering during work hours for two days, Charlie. (laughs) Oh, no. Two days. (laughs) Think of all the time you could have spent playing um, Armored Core 6 on your Steam Deck at work. Exactly. It apparently runs really well on the Steam Deck. Ah, they announced DLC for Tales of Arise. I need to go back and 100% that game. But I can't do that if I need to work. <laughs> David. My work David. update. Was approaching burnout. Took a vacation. Nick's work update. Stressed because end of project. <laughs> David's work update. Stressed because he has to do work. Yeah! <laughs> fair. It's 100% fair. I would say the change in workload I'm experiencing is probably greater than the change of workload Nick is experiencing. Yeah, probably knowing, seeing your Steam activity during work hours, 100% agree. I really wanted to grind out the FF14 as well, but I can't do that either. (laughs) I almost want to get the launcher for that game again. Just so I can keep track of when you come online. Ooh, don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Don't do that. (laughs) Sometimes I can't sleep, so I come back to my bed and just play FF14 for like two hours at four in the morning. And then go take an hour nap. My word. (laughs) Something's wrong. Anyways. (laughs) Prime evil. Prime evil. Oh, also, hey. I started watching um, Fiona and Cake. I'm sorry, what? Fiona and Cake. It is the 
uh, Adventure Time spin-off slash sequel. Oh. That uh, stars Fiona and Cake, which were the gender-swapped Finn and Jake that were originally fan fiction that Ice King wrote in universe. I really need to just watch Adventure Time. You haven't seen Adventure Time? No. Ah, Adventure Time's so good. Fucking love Adventure Time. Get real stoned and watch it. I, yes, to be fair, that is the best way to watch the first couple seasons. <laughs> it's almost like the show was made for that. <laughs> but the greatest thing oh, is man. that Brian David Gilbert voice acted a character in the most recent episode. <laughs> and he got to sing. Ooh. And it's amazing. <laughs> I was listen, listening to the song and I'm like, I, I know this voice. I know this man. Who is this man? Oh, anyways, I guess that brings us back to other television, Prime Evil. Our TV guide for today's episode reads, The team searches unused tunnels in the London underground after a giant spider attacks a cleaner. Yep. Yep. Yeah, man, pretty straightforward. This is... This is- uh, this is definitely a kill it with fire episode. Um, <laughs> I'm shocked it took them so long to get to the kill with fire option in this episode. I mean, they, they uh, do no, actually it, give a good reason as to why you shouldn't immediately jump to fire. No, immediate fire. Fire. <laughs> Burn the Listen, entire Charlie. London underground to the ground. Charlie, the, the, air, the air just means better fire, right? <laughs> More oxygen equals better fire. Bring oxygen tanks. Stop by a fucking firefighter, like fire station, no. and loot their no, no, no. equipment, and you're David, good. No, no, David, the David, issue is too much. too much oxygen. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> to, to the point where you may accidentally set the air on fire. Good. Then the spiders will be gone. <laughs> Sometimes all you need is a little gas leak, right? <laughs> Just, just a little one. Uh, but anyways, we start the episode this is off. A horrible. I, I with... just need to say, I already don't like spiders. Like, if there's a spider in the house, Maggie has to kill it. <laughs> I, I will not. I hate them. Icky, gross. Don't like looking at them. Don't want. This episode <laughs> fucked with me. When I was living with Nick. Um, I originally was sleeping on a mattress on the floor, and then our oh, yeah. um mutual friend, um, uh oh God, P- potato but older potato, potato we've all known longer. Oh, that one, yeah, yeah. scallops. Yes, scallops. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, again, right? We need we need food names for all of our friends. Right, sorry, right, sorry, right. scallops, scallops, scallops. Our friend scallops. Was like, oh, uh, my uh, grandma has an old daybed in her barn that you can have. And I'm like, yeah, sounds great. And she brought that over and I set that up. The morning after I uh, set that up and slept on the first night, I woke up to a spider about the size of like my palm on my, uh, over my blankets, just right up on like my chest. horrifying that's that's fun <laughs> i think i remember this i think i remember you, you probably talking remember it this. because i came out of the room and was like nick i just killed the largest spider i've ever goddamn seen i feel like my response to that was like ah, i probably wasn't that big like i i, I, I feel like i probably wasn't the most supportive of, of this <laughs> which is fair because i think it was like nine on a saturday or something it was like it was like kind of a weird time, and also you've been sleeping on the floor for a while at this point. Like. <laughs> and apparently, if I stayed on the floor, I wouldn't have had a spider encounter. <laughs> I don't know. You, you 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 made some like we we had we had some good times. There were some like slightly cursed decisions that were made. It was great. Fuck that window. Ah, <laughs> oh, David, don't worry. I got that window right now. Wait, which house? <laughs> House uh, one or house two? House two. <laughs> oh, now that window is great. 
Fuck that window. <laughs> ah, Anyways, um, we start the episode with a woman on the tube. She's having a jolly old time um, reading a yep. book, I think, right? And she goes to uh, open up the, a window on the tube to get some air, uh, which I didn't know you could do. I feel like you, I feel like you can't do that on the TTC, but no, the TTC doesn't really like anyone but the the, the like conductors doing like window shit. Yeah, uh. I mean, she does go to like the middle doors that connect the trains together, so it's not like she just goes up to one of the windows on the side. But yeah, but like they're not a big fan of you opening those either. Yeah, they're they're in fact pretty pissed off when you do that. But yeah, so she just bravely opens that up, continues to read her book, and then um, a fucking massive spider like nuzzles her or some shit. It like it, touches her with antennae, yeah, or something. Mm, or no, it was delicious. Legs. Yeah, and she screams. And then slams the fucking window shut and cuts off a leg and then screams again. And we end with really, I think, the worst attempt at a horror movie scream I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, OK. So on the other hand, we're, we're going to get to it a bit later. But is this show just like the Wilhelm scream like every episode? There's like two in this episode. There's, and there's then two. There was, and there was one in the previous. Yeah, there's one in. In no, and there's one in the preview for the next episode. Like, I, I think this show is just like, oh yeah, let's 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 Wilhelm scream every episode, which um, is insane. Uh, Maggie's and I had canon. Is they're all part of the same family? Uh, they are the Willems. <laughs> oh no. Um. No. Like, I'm I'm starting I'm starting to get some like real like fringe vibes of like, all right, who spotted the Wilhelm scream for this episode? <laughs> No, I think they just have a lazy sound editor. I don't, I don't know if they're lazy. They, they're definitely lazy, but who knows? <laughs> no, that's it. Oh. It's lazy at this point. It's no. You get one. One is an homage. Two is you didn't want to search a sound library for a better scream. Three is concern. <laughs> just just concern. Four and becomes a meme again. If every single person in your show is doing Wilhelm screams, then I, I also accept that. <laughs> yes. But um, that that one is also across a season, not just an episode, it's a season's worth. Anything more than that, you you're starting to stray into weird territory. Uh, listen, once again, if they hit four, if they if, like, if they keep up, if they keep up coming, if I get one an episode, it's fine. It's I'm I'm back on board. Well, they did yeah. one last episode, right? They did two this episode. You think they'll do three next episode and so there's forth? At least there's at least one next episode. Holy shit! If we get three next episode, I'm I'm gonna lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned to our Wilhelm screen count. Like audience. that, that would, uh, the that newest force segment. It, because of course we can linearly extrapolate all the way to the the series finale, and I cannot wait for thirty six will have the screams almost <laughs> one a minute in the final episode. I assume episode. they would reset every season, Nick. <laughs> obviously, oh, which means like no, season two, we're getting ten Wilhelm screams. No, they would reset. <laughs> no, no, there's ten episodes in season two. Oh, you mean the oh, last shit. episode? There's probably a crowd shot where a bunch of people scream, and there's just ten Wilhelm. Oh, they're all I, layered. That is, that is, yeah, just layered Wilhelm screams. That's that's a nightmare right there. Ten <laughs> ten layered Wilhelm screams is a nightmare. Sorry, All season right. season three has ten episodes. All right, time uh, okay. to become a fucking movie director and direct uh, just a movie where every scream is a Wilhelm scream. That I I wish you. I feel like that could have been a segment in Free Guy. Where it's like, why does everyone scream like that? And it's oh, some idiot um, used a free sound library. I think you could, there could have been a joke there. <laughs> Hit All me right. up, Ryan Reynolds. I can write. <laughs> can I, you? I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. He's <laughs> already emailing you. <laughs> I can harshly critique <laughs> other <laughs> people's written work. Make me, make me like a third pass guy. 
I think I could be a third pass guy. <laughs> Include me in the blue ocean phase of the movie <laughs> where you can just shout out stupid shit. That's what we're good that's at. All, that's all I want. Do you think Ryan Reynolds would finance figure slayers? Oh, I fucking wish. <laughs> I think he would. I think he would. We got to corner him at a convention and pitch this movie. Oh, my I, Lord. I don't, I don't think he's going to be pleased with that. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I, I mean, don't think that. Once he gets used to the feeling of duct tape over his mouth, it'll be fine. Oh no! <laughs> Incredible, just what everyone wants. Uh, I mean, would you rather have us corner him in a, a school cafeteria, being like, "I saw dinosaurs through a time portal," but I can't tell you about it because it's an official secrets act? No, and you yep. shouldn't do it in Primeval either, because man, yeah. does Connor just start fucking immediately blabbing? Yeah, yep. he's like, oh, I, I know shit, but I can't say anything. Like, don't do not do that, dude. Break the act or don't say anything. Those are your two options. Yes. Also, where the fuck did these three walk out of? Why does it feel like they walked out of an episode of Big Bang Theory? Connor <laughs> looks like a lesbian. He dresses <laughs> like a lesbian. He's got the, the, he's got the coat with a whole bunch of patches. He's got a fedora. He's got the shoulder-length hair. And he's got the fingerless gloves. Tell me you haven't seen that person in like downtown Guelph. The, no, mm. no, no fedoras. Fedoras have been ruined. Fedora, <laughs> yeah. Fedora was fedora Sorry, already a, ruined. It's at a this trilby. Point? Uh, back in two thousand eight, yes, fedoras were yeah. ruined the second they become, became like a fashion item because it was exactly Connor who <laughs> like people <laughs> who thought it was cool. I, what was, Actually, I went yeah. to high school with so many people who dressed like Connor. Yeah, like it was ruined the second it became a thing. Like it was never a cool person hat. It had its time in the 1900s and never again. Yeah. I don't yeah, think the 2000s ruined it. Even wearing a fedora, ironically, is a bad look nowadays, I would argue. Like even if you go to a con with a fedora on, ironically, People will still misunderstand, and it just looks bad. <laughs> you you have to go like full out like South Park character on like, it, character to even have a chance. And even then, that could just be a dude at a convention, Charlie. That could just be a dude yeah. at a convention. That's, that's the issue. Because <laughs> uh, there have been, I've been to a lot of cons. Man, do people not? Man, every sign you see that's like, hey, please shower. And you're like, why do they have these? No, no, we need more of those, if anything. Please. The, the two signs that are necessary and depressing that they're necessary is deodorant and personal hygiene are a requirement. And um, costumes are not permission to touch. Correct. Cosplay is not consent. Yeah. That's, God, that's the slogan. What a terrible. Yep. As, terrible statement. As someone who's be been going to cons for 13 years, <laughs> truly do I know this deep down. All those signs are directed directly for David. Yep. Oh, man. To be He's fair, a though. Stinky pervert. To be fair, though, man, were early cons a different playground with glomping and yaoi paddles. <laughs> I hate. All of the words that you just said. What do you mean? <laughs> Glomping and yaoi paddles. Do you not what remember 2010? David, this was not what I was doing do in 2010. Do you not remember 2010 like... conventions? David, I was like 12, yeah, 13. so was I. We're what, the same Nick, age. Nick, without looking it up, what do you think glomping is? <laughs> It is not a furry thing. I'll just put that out there. And it is not um, inherently sexual. Correct. Is it, a, is it like a crushing thing? No. Close. It kind can be. Kind of. Um, like, it's just, it's got like a, like, crushing, like, vibe. It's that, very that anime. Uh, is it like aggressive hugging? Yes. Yes. It is, ag it is like it jumping. Is aggressive and jump hug. There, there was a good three-year, maybe longer, probably four-year period where glomping was the fad, 
uh, non-consensual glomping was the fad at cons. That's that's so not okay. And it quickly a, became it quickly became not okay because of how not okay it is. <laughs> now, Nick, what do you think a yaoi paddle is? I uh hmm. Hmm. What do I think a Okay. Yowie paddle. Do you know what Yowie is? No, so I'm off to a bad start. Um, Yowie is uh specifically the Japanese word for like uh gay boys it's like love. Oh, yeah, I wasn't gonna get that. Um okay. I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> Yowie paddle. Um, is, um, uh, <laughs> IP dispute in 2022, excuse me? Um, why does this, By like, 2010, most as, major cons had banned the use of yaoi paddles. Had banned the use of it? Due um, to their is, misuse for harassment and as weapons. They were extremely oh. prevalent in the mid 2000s. They were like oh, pretty much no. ubiquitous. Like if you went to a con, there would be so many people of Yaoi paddles. And they would use them on other people. <laughs> it, it's literally, I'm, I'm going to cut this short. It's literally just a paddle that has the word Yaoi on it. And you would use it to Incredible. hit people that you thought were gay. <laughs> They looked gay. What a time. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Folks, bring back the 2010s. Don't, don't actually. No, they were banned don't in 2010. You want 2005. <laughs> you don't. Oh, no, I don't. Peak, I don't. Peak Yowie and glomping phase. Absolutely peak. Don't you wish it was 2005 when the hottest thing on the internet was Penny Arcade? Islamophobia you was could an go all-time to, you high. You could go to E-Bomb's world and view the top links. <laughs> oh, man. What a great time. <laughs> you know what's not a great time? Revisiting your wife's 10-year work history because now you know time travel portals exist and she may have mentioned them at some point. So you and your colleague teaching assistant have well, they to go confirm, through all of them they confirm steven's not gay this episode so it's not gay lovers unfortunately he could Which be is a bi. shame <laughs> uh his wiki page lists him as his lab technician which sounds like hey man you're on hard times i can get you like a minimum wage job it really does <laughs> you don't have to do yeah. much <laughs> but yeah you, it's you wanna, just Cutter and Steven sitting on a couch talking about, hey, what about your wife, though? And that's that's all that scene is. Yeah. Um. Then let's get back to Connor doing his research to try and find more time portals and finding one question mark. And then um, barging into Abby's apartment while she's half naked. Uh, so he doesn't barge. He, he knocks. She she opens the door half naked. Uh Yeah, and then he just walks in. Like yeah. she kind of is like, "Oh, hi, maybe not a great time." And he's like, "Whatever." I'm coming in. I mean, to her credit, I... she doesn't seem particularly peeved about it. No. <laughs> Uh, it's it's not until Connor makes it weird that she's like, all right, I'll go put on some clothes. <laughs> I don't think she noticed immediately. Yeah, probably. I think. I mean, did. if you were dancing with a cute dinosaur like Rex, would you notice if you were just in underwear and a tank top? No, I do that with Echo all the time. <laughs> That's. I don't. Do I need that image in my head? <laughs> As long as it's not the underwear she's wearing in this scene, I think I'm good. No, I don't have a pair of cute pink panties like she does. 
not to wear anyways <laughs> not <laughs> just on my head that's where i wear it <laughs> bought them from a vending machine in that trip to japan <laughs> um so uh she puts on pants and then connor's like hey i think we found another anomaly it's in the woods and then he also awkwardly hits on her the entire time as well. Oh, yeah. oh god. It's, it's so it's bad. It's real bad. And the entire time during this scene, I was just screaming, please don't put these two together, Prime Evil, please. 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 Which they please. don't seem to be doing. Thank fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Because, yeah, they go to the woods or some shit and they decide to camp it out to see if the anomaly comes and finds them. Or some shit. Yeah. Um, Incredible decision. Which is crazy. Well, they're, they're sitting out there and she's like, oh, well, you know, my tent's only big enough for one person. And they cut to her tent and, like, her tent is big enough for a small child. I don't know it's if big enough person is the, quite the right descriptor. And he's like, oh, no, I'll stay out. And she's like, oh, but I'm so cold. And we he can goes, huddle together oh. for warmth. And her, <laughs> response, her response to that is, Hey, do you think Steven's single? <laughs> Which, if not, is the biggest fucking rejection she could give, I guess, right? Like, if she's not aware of it, it is the most clueless two people on the planet <laughs> having an interaction where one of them is flirting. Well, then he goes, I don't know. I've never seen him with women. Maybe he's gay. Yeah, I think he's gay. <laughs> like, I've he- had... <laughs> I've had one day of interactions with this man total. Well, I guess it does, would have been longer because he's. Does he run the labs? I don't know. That, but Cutter that is Cutter his advising. Do le- that Cutter doesn't do lectures for. Yeah, but Cutter is his advising professor, and he does say Cutter's never been to the seminars, right? Mm. So presumably, he's probably seen Steven before, if he's actually, Steven's actually working as a quote-unquote lab technician. <laughs> and, and as we know, the most professional people only, like, hit on people at their jobs, right? Of like, course. <laughs> of course. And that's, that's how we know that Steven can't be, can't be straight, because, you know, if he was straight, he'd be hitting on people while at work. That's what you do. Classic uh, straight person behavior. <laughs> yes. Classic non-problematic straight person behavior. Uh, anyways, um, let's just move away from that scene because it's, it's bad. And, um, let's move to Abby something agrees. much more comfortable to watch. A man getting bit by a giant prehistoric spider. Yep. Oh, He's, mm. he's spraying for vermin in the underground. He fucking <laughs> drops it. How ironic. <laughs> he drops an apple and then picks it up and just starts eating it, which is honestly my biggest problem with this scene. That man deserves to die if the spider didn't get him. Whatever was on that apple was. To be fair, apparently he does die. Uh, no, I know. That's so, what I mean. Like, he was going to die yeah. regardless of his choices today. He chose to eat that. Honestly, eating that dirty, filthy fucking apple, probably covered in rat piss, killed him quicker. I don't think the poison got him in the end. I think it was the apple. The rat piss apple? (laughs) The rat piss apple. (laughs) Autopsy shows Charlie is probably correct. No. Uh, (laughs) No, I'm 100% correct. Uh, This man's poisoned. And also been stabbed by a spider, but I think the rat piss killed him. <laughs> I mean, the doctors are like, oh, he got attacked by an axe, and it takes Cutter to go over and be like, it looks like a bite mark? Well, no, they're supposed to be like, yeah, he got hit with an axe or a knife, and also he's full of venom, <laughs> which is weird. Kind of weird how do you that confuse, they decided to tip their How do you confuse their, an axe knife? wound for a knife wound? Well, I assume they just there's a huge incision wound on him, and they're like, the only thing that could properly like make a wound this big has got to be a knife or an axe. I but think is David, what I'm I w- guessing. I will. Those are I two will, different say, wound types. I listen. So, I know, but all, it turns out Charlie, it was a spider bite, so they're wrong either way. <laughs> Charlie, I think it's important. I think it's important to note that from their side, they look at that, they go, "That looks like they." They probably looked at that, went, "That looks like a bite." 
That's too big an animal um, to actually be a bite, though. Something else must have done that. Kind of weird. I guess it's one of these things. <laughs> he's, he's also but full of venom. Hmm. Yeah. But my that's point. That's kind of weird. My point to that is that's fine. You could go. This looks like a bite wound, but I don't know of any animal in the area that could do that. You still go. This is a puncture wound. An axe is not a puncture wound. <laughs> Depends on how you use it. I don't think you can. How? Okay, listen. Next time we meet, I'll show you how to do a puncture wound of an axe. Is that a, is that a come on? <laughs> no, it's, it's a threat. It's something. <laughs> oh, it's a credible! It's a credible threat. All right. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, back in New Forest, Connor and Abby find the anomaly, and when I saw it, I actually thought there was a dinosaur there, and I was like, oh, they're not using CG, it's a puppet. Uh, yeah, because it, <laughs> it is a puppet, because Connor's dick friends, apparently, having been like, hmm, our friend may be having a psychotic break and thinks dinosaurs traveling through time are real, and he's going to be out, we're going to stage an article, so he goes out to these woods. And then we're going to build an animatronic dinosaur in a day to fuck with him? It's um, it's a lot. Would... <laughs> they go through a lot. Like so, so David, what? David, you were also watching you were also watching this episode on your phone, yeah. right? Yeah. Um so I had I had an epiphany during this scene um of like wait, maybe the reason why the quality is so bad is that it feels like you're watching like a Bigfoot like video <laughs> thing. Like I would agree, like, except the existence of better quality proves that that's incorrect. You're right, but like that was the only thing that could keep me sane as I was watching that scene at like 128p. <laughs> it was it was great. But yeah, uh, but, cops but, show up because uh, they Abby made too sends... much noise, or did well, Abby no, Abby. Abby called Steven to be like, oh my god, we found an anomaly. Oh, okay. Uh, and then he called the cops, and then they're like, Cutter's like, you're a fucking moron, Connor. You dumb piece of shit. What were you gonna you're do off the team. if there was a fucking dinosaur? <laughs> Tame it? And Connor's just like, oh, I don't know. Kind of worked out for her. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, he's like connor you're out of here because you're dumb and he's like but what about abby and cutter's like she's hot she stays she's hot also steven's already mentioned to me that like she's interested (laughs) steven called dibs so she has to be on the team (laughs) i'm nothing if not a wingman to my bros steven 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 mentioned that he's gonna help me find my wife so i told him that i'm gonna help him i'm gonna help steven find a wife that's it it was only i've been trying to find steven a wife for the past 30 years (laughs) (laughs) you're the first lead i have i honestly wonder if we're gonna get like a a shock twist reveal where steven and cutter's wife did have an affair at some point i maybe that feels like if they had more episodes of this show that's a plot line they could go through. I feel like a better plot twist is going to be like Steven's Cutter's son or something from the future. <laughs> oh my god. That's, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> or some shit like that. I All, all I want is To introduce is time travel. Connor. Give me some weird family dynamics. <laughs> hey, I, if, I'll, I'll, if you want ahead. that, watch Dark. But also watch it for its airtight writing and stellar acting. Doesn't it get canceled after like season two? No, Dark uh, had a full three seasons and it's perfect. It was the other show by those guys that got canceled, right? On Netflix. Canceled after one. That fucking sucks. Yeah. One Piece live action season two got announced. They're doing it. It'll get canceled (laughs) after season three. Because Netflix will go, only 5 billion viewers on the first day? That's not subscribers. Get fucked. I don't know. It sounds like um, Oda might be bankrolling it himself. So it might continue <laughs> to get made. Because he just might go, no, make me another season. Here's a million dollars an episode. He's, I will personally is he still writing, fund this. Is he still personally writing the manga? He or is, is still he personally past- drawing the manga every week. 
Oda has not taken a break longer than a month, except for that one time he had to get surgery. And they made him stop Jesus. releasing it, Jesus. but he worked on it while in the hospital. Maybe this is maybe he'll get to like a George R. R. Martin point where he's too busy working on the adaptations of his work. No, it's and one piece will never end. It's more likely that he's going to finish it finally in like 2040 and then die immediately the day after. <laughs> <laughs> his work on this earth been completed. Yeah, like he's using up all of his life force to finish this. Absolute madman. But yeah, they get the call, go to the hospital, see the dude is dying, and it's a venom, and the doctor's all confused. And at this point, I go, why doesn't the home office have their own medical personnel intercept this? Yeah. Why, why, do, you, why, why do you make it so that these nurses might be confused as to what's happening here? <laughs> because you're going to start talking about giant spiders? Well, it sounds like, like they just went to the hospital the guy was at, right? Like, they didn't, like transfer him somewhere else or anything yeah, yeah but he oh. stays there and they use public hospitals the whole time i mean hey it's all I, government I also, funded <laughs> i would also like to point out that so we have them visit the hospital see this man just unconscious and like sort of like get the get the thing behind it and then like the next scene cutters cutters like yeah he received a lethal dose of venom it's like shit i guess he died all right that's no we hear he dies later it just it caught cutter cutter coming out with like yeah you received a lethal dose and it's like damn they're not even gonna try and save this man they just know yeah I mean there's not much you can do yeah but yeah uh, you say that but they they save they save Stephen later yeah because they have venom to create an anti venom fair enough um but yeah they they get the clearance to go clear out some of the London Underground uh the worst scene in television history happens. Um, is it the worst scene in television history it's up there uh, cause you have a whole bunch of soldier guys go underneath and then they look up and there's just a whole bunch of fucking spiders on the ceiling and some of these bitches are as big as my dog and I, I it's great I closed my eyes at some point I felt very uncomfortable watching this episode did not like it I may have nightmares tonight yay <laughs> I just not okay. I was more comfortable with the fucking centipede. Oh, I fucking hate the centipede. No, I was less comfortable with the no. centipede. No, a centipede. Nah, dog. Centipede relaxed the shit out of me. These little fucking spider things, they just fall and doing whatever the hell they want. They see one like scuttle on a bed later and it's like it takes up the bed. I don't know. I, the, the CG for the spiders, I will say, pretty good. You like. It's a good model. It's enough to make me uncomfortable. Yeah, that's for fuck sure. Fuck you for making it it's so good. Definitely, Please make these PS1 level spiders. It's definitely 2008 graphics, but man, did they do a good job. Yeah, the low light environment, if they are being well lit, you're kind of seeing it as if the light's pointed at you, so they're still in shadow. Like, hey, good job, cinematography. You you knew how to shoot these, sheen, these scenes. Um... But yeah, they shoot one bullet and the guy's like, no, don't, even though it's like fucking brick wall around them. I don't know why this ricochets 95 times. But yeah, then they, they run out and they're like, oh my God, the bullet was so bright. And they're like, they got oxygen poisoning. There's too much oxygen coming through. So this it gives them a, it's like a 300 million year ago portal that's probably open. Because it is just random, the anomaly portals, I think, at this point, right? When yeah, when, and where they open. Yeah, as far as we that know. does appear to be the they're case. They're going to fucking draw them out on a map, and it's going to be a series of fucking skulls. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to bring in some yeah. FBI agents. <laughs> and without explanation, it's going to be Anator. <laughs> no, no, no. And she's no, just no. going to go in some circles and then leave. Oh no! It's gonna be fucking Meghan Markle. <laughs> that <laughs> would be, be there for an episode. That would be one hell and of a shock. She'll just be tying things. No, back in two thousand eight. <laughs> you know. It's... Yeah, that, fair enough. She'll write some um, biblical quotes, become deeply integrated in the main plot of the show, and then disappear. And then fuck off yep. and leave. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I. I am very excited for Meghan Markle to show up in this show and relate all of this to 
the 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 next coming of Jesus. Yep, and then she's gonna be like, "I'm gonna marry the prince." <laughs> I, yep. I yep. Really, later. I really want to know where they were going with that Bible shit and fringe. I really want to know. <laughs> So to be fair, we do get Walter reading the Bible yeah, all the time. Not like, all like, the time, though. <laughs> Walter reads the Bible specifically when it is required by the plot. Fair. But enough. It, it that seems scene like they of were Walter in the to... church, I felt, was so out of left wing. Like, I, uh, I'm still frustrated so out of by left that. wing. Out of left field. <laughs> Those we're damn lefties in their religion. <laughs> You know those liberal church court. <laughs> those damn blue haired god worshipping <laughs> fucking <laughs> communists. Fucking witches and their Jesus. <laughs> All those wicked Christians. <laughs> should, come, they should come join the, the godless the godless heathens on the right. <laughs> Oh, I think I want to write. I, that's my new favorite character, just someone who's vastly confused about religion, just doesn't understand. Oh. Oh, but yeah, no. they they pull the team out, and fucking Claudia's like, "Oh shit the the one uh, pest guy he died, so now we gotta it's it's our guy that we gotta care about now." Even though I don't think he's brought up for the rest of the the episode, um. But Cutter, walk it off. Yeah. it'll be fine. Cutter, Stephen, and Abby all convince Claudia that they should go down so they can get a look on it, even though none of them actually have insect experience, as we find out in like five seconds, and then they have to call in. They they go down there, whole lot of spiders. Spiders aren't the problem because they're kind of scuttling back into the portal. There's just a giant fucking centipede there. Ah. Uh... Yeah. Mm. Um, but also the spiders God. were a problem. The spiders did kill a man, didn't they? Yes. The spiders did kill so a man. they're still a problem. Um, <laughs> like, yeah. Just giant fuck you centipede is now more of a problem. Also, what happened to that spider that was like on the subway at the beginning of the episode? Like they got, they got, it lost, it lost out. a leg. It died. They, they spread themselves out a little bit. Uh, it's fine. But yeah, Steven and Abby, Get separated from Cutter. Uh, Cutter may or may not be having uh, oxygen poisoning related hallucinations. Why didn't they bring life. oxygen masks? It's a good question. If they knew it's there a- was a problem with the atmosphere, why didn't they take precautions with all the power of the government to like be okay? Because it's, it's it's all the power of the British government. They still have firefighters. Just go to a firehouse and rob them. (laughs) (laughs) Just take their gear. I mean, it's a good... I I guess the easy answer is the anomaly is electromagnetic and you don't want to strap a giant metal tank to your back that would suck you into the past. Boo. That's what I'm going with here. Because, hey, that does fuck Steven over later in the episode. It does. Um, (laughs) So... Actually, shortly in the episode, uh, Abby and Steven go back topside, and Steven's like, I can't leave him down there, uh, and then goes, gets a flamethrower, and ducks back down underneath, um, and spooks some things, spooks the, the centipede for a little bit, um, until it then gets sucked out of his hand by the anomaly. I guess it comes in waves, maybe, the, the magnetism, uh, and then the centipede bites him. And then he maybe has a hallucination seeing Cutter's wife. Or it's actually her? They're, they're trying to play the, is she real, is she not real? Yeah. Which I, I kind of enjoy. Like, there's, there's very plausible reasons why these may be hallucinations, which, which is But nice. also, if they're not hallucinations, why are you being so goddamn sketchy, Cutter's wife? <laughs> yeah, it's almost like you're going to be the villain. It's almost almost like Cutter has poor choice in women. (laughs) I can't wait for Cutter's wife to be the William Bell of this show. Oh my god. And just be like, this is the future I wanted to make with fucking weird ass porcupine dragons. (laughs) Still the weirdest turn of French season four. Oh boy. 
Uh, anyhow, Cutter gets Steven out of there. Uh, Steven does say, hey, your wife's in the anomaly and she wants, if you want answers, you got to go see her. Um, but Cutter's a good guy and wingman's his, his best friend all the way back up into a hospital bed yeah. so he can ask Abby out for dinner. Where Abby basically says, confirms, "We will fuck. Yeah, I will fuck. You. I will. I will put out on the first date. We can go get dinner, go to your place for coffee, and then I'll stay for breakfast. Just damn, damn, Abby. <laughs> I also super confusing point because so like he is shivering. He says he has no feeling in his legs. Like he's shaking. Obviously, severe trauma going on, and." He mumbles something about Helen, and Claudia is immediately like, what did he say about Helen? And Cutter's like, I don't know, he's obviously not okay, he might be hallucinating. And she goes, hey, he seems pretty lucid to me. <laughs> what the fuck does not lucid look like to you if that's lucid? Unconscious on the last train, <laughs> on the last train on the tube, like she mentioned on a Friday night. Like, he... Obviously not okay. Probably poisoned. How do you... I, I don't know. That line bugged me so much where she's like, seems pretty lucid. No, he doesn't. He's an insane amount of shock. <laughs> uh, <sighs> listen, she's just got to say something, I guess. Maybe she's trying to fucking wingman Abby better. Like, no, he's totally they, lucid. <laughs> he is totally lucid enough to consent to Abby. Yeah, but uh, they then decide, hey, you know, we, we know someone who knows bugs. It, it's Connor. Connor apparently knows bugs. Yep. I guess. And I guess we got to let him be back on the team in order to save Steven. I guess. I was yeah. really hoping he would just be written out of the show, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they pull him in and he's like, oh, it's an arthropluria. It's just yeah, a giant centipede. Yeah. And he's like, oh, they should be timid. I'm like, how do you fucking know that? There's no way for you to have known that if all you have is fossil record. Like, there's no way you can definitively say this animal had these behaviors make decent guesses but like you can't say it's oh it's timid and shy it's a fucking bug from 300 million years ago you don't know connor and also he said it also wouldn't have been venomous but it is so who knows who knows yeah um, but there's something about centipedes dig or some fucking shit. Yeah, they burrow. I'm going to be honest. This is the part where I checked out of this episode. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they, they're going to be able to like, basically they go make their way back in. Um, can't find the centipede. Uh, Connor remembers, wait, centipedes can burrow. Take a look for uh, where, like, if there's any, like, holes in the floors or the walls. Connor finds a hole in the wall. Um, they climb through it, find the centipede. Well, climb through a bunch of fucking shit. It's, it's terrifying. And then make their way into a much bigger area. And they're like, well, um, centipede's probably in here. Um, start looking around, and we get, like, the, like, horror movie sort of thing of, like, oh, shit, Centipede's, like, sneaking around, and then it just, like, shows up. Uh. Also a really cool camera move where they come to the other end of that tunnel, and it looks like they're upside down, and then they rotate, and they're actually right side up. I don't know. That was, I like that camera move. I like little things in this show. <laughs> Listen, as always, there is some quality in this show. They, there yeah. are people who are trying their best. Yeah, but then the cutter gets the centipede to like bite him in the arm, even though it's clearly not biting him in the arm, and he has a little bag to get the venom in there. And then Connor puts a stool in its mouth, and then it swings around, and it touches a high-voltage box, and it's a good thing it had the stool in its mouth, because then it just gets electrocuted to death. Yay! 
And then they go back and they save Steven, and Steven has no memory because he wasn't lucid. Shocking. <laughs> Holy fuck. And Claudia, it seems like she doesn't believe him for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, But yeah, he doesn't even remember asking Abby out. And I guess she takes this as a sign that he doesn't really care enough about her, even though it was just going to be like a first date. And she earlier said she doesn't even know if she really likes him because she barely knows him. To be him. fair, she did then also say, I will fuck you. Like, I will put out. <laughs> yeah, but like, she's like, oh, I would have thought something might have stuck. And he's like, nope, nothing stuck. And she's like, oh, I guess. Like, just fucking ask him out. Do it. It's just be like, oh, well, you said we had dinner plans. No, no. And then she's, she's very old fashioned. She can't be the one to ask him out. Maggie did point this out as it's mid 2000 television. Women aren't allowed to make the first move yet. <laughs> that that period's coming in the 2010s, ladies. Oh. Uh, and then Cutter's looking at the anomaly, thinking about jumping in. And then Connor's like, cool. I guess I'm back on the team. Okay, bye. And that's that's it. That's the end of the episode. Cutter wonders where his dead, not dead wife is. And we're done. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was... We, we have made it it was a episode. perfectly <laughs> cromulent episode of a TV show. Cromulent, that's a word. There there you go. Yeah, cromulent. Alright. Uh very briefly we'll do episode ratings. We oui. uh Nick, you start this. You son of a bitch. Um alright. <laughs> going <laughs> off of bastard. going off of the last episode, um this one. I definitely, like, hated the monsters more, but that was because they just, like, made me uncomfortable. Uh, it, it feels like the show's, like, this was completely fine. It was fun. Um, nothing too fantastic about it. Um, but we did get double the Wilhelm screams as last episode. And for that, I'll give it a three out of five. Mm. <laughs> All right. Uh, David? I will give this episode a solid three out of five. Again. Perfectly cromulent. Um, seems fun. Like the spiders. It's not it's it's also um not just more dinosaurs again, which I think is a good thing for a second episode. Like immediately go to something different sci-fi wise. So yeah, uh three out of five. Yeah, I will yeah. not be different and go three out of five. Uh yeah, the the choice in shaking up the monster helps break out of hey, it's time travel dinosaur show it's not because we didn't have a dinosaur really in this episode and it looks like we're getting even different dinosaurs next episode so at least the writers are, i think are trying to keep it kind of fresh and different each episode um more helen cutter mystery stuff is always nice see see where that goes um yeah perfectly fine episode cool uh it got a 7.1 on imdb so yeah and was viewed by 6.29 million people which is down from the 7.09 of the pilot um so sharp drop in viewership week two as we know one we we already know the valleys this show are going to though so yeah it it doesn't really get better from here <laughs> um it kind of it season one i will say stabilizes within a bracket or this is like the middle of the bracket i mean there's a reason why the show got canceled after season three <laughs> like yeah so we're gonna find out that we will um i guess on that note anyone have anything else to sort of talk about before we uh before we bring this to the end of this episode or we get to we get to bring this out oh here's some fun trivia for you um the actress who plays abby stated she only auditioned for the role or only dared to audition because she had a pop music background and billy piper 
who also has a pop music background, had just gotten the role of Rose in the Doctor Who revival. Interesting. And she went, if that blonde pop music girl can do it, so can I. Interesting. And like, yeah, good for you. You, You're one of the good acting points of this show. Good for you. Uh, cool. Um, okay, well, on that note, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode, um, audience. Uh, we really appreciate it. And, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm tired. It's the end of the day. I just want to get so out of here. Sleepy. And this is, this is already so going sleepy. bad. This, David's so, this David's isn't so like a 9.30 p.m. record start audience. We're all tired. It was, we're all very tired. Hey, um, go, go tell us how tired you are on Twitter. I refuse to call it X. the other thing. Um, gonna give it to you. Uh, <laughs> um, we're we're at Forsaf F O U R S A F on uh on on Twitter. Um, and yeah, you can also send us an email Forsaf F O U R S A F at gmail dot com. Um, if you like this episode and you're excited about uh, what we're gonna be doing for Primeval here, um. Make sure to leave us a like on whatever your podcatching service of choices or a rating if they do those for yours. I don't know what the different ones do. Um, you can find us on um, like Google uh, Google Play. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Spotify. Um, find us on Amazon, whatever Amazon's podcasting podcatching services. And you can find us at our home uh, on Podbean. Um, and yeah, stick stay tuned. We'll be uh, coming back for season one, episode three of Primeval next week. Outro. Our intro and outro music is Dream One by Magenta Six. Licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license.